What up, Buffet 2? Hi, I'm John Baloy. Hi, this is Samanix. Hi, guys, this is Toby. We are listening to B-Roll. 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 With Cyril Zuma. Welcome to B-Roll. My name is Cyril Zuma. I am sitting across an amazing, beautiful, she's shining, she's smiling. I'm sitting next to an amazing uh, traveler. Um, she goes by the name of Nokolo Capella. How are you, Nokolo? I'm good, thanks. Uh, how are you? I'm very great, actually. Um, we were just talking offline of how to say your name, and I said, Capella, mm-hmm. how do you say your name? It's not all Capella. Capella. Mm-hmm. So without the H. Yeah, there's no H. All right. Yeah. Well, those. Welcome to B-Roll. Um, let me introduce you first before we get started. I will be chatting to a travel social impact content creator. I'll be chatting to Quasi Magazine contributing writer, mm-hmm. founder of Afrotravix. She also goes by the name of Black Case Girl. I want to ask you this question before we actually get started. I've already asked how were you. Mm-hmm. How was Youth Day? Uh, youth Day was perfect. I uh, spent most of the time at home. And then in the evening, I went to Wolverspread for a paint and food uh, experience. So what you do there, you get um, a pottery and then you just start painting and then in the process, you're also eating and sipping on wines. So it was you, great. You never sit down, do you? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you sit down at all. I mean, every time I look at your Twitter, you are somewhere out there in the world. I uh, do. You, 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 you definitely enjoy traveling. For those who actually don't know who you are, I know I've introduced you already. Who mm. are you actually? I'm Nicola Capella. I'm from Batawath. I'm number five of eight. So oh. I come from a very big family. I've got six brothers and one sister. So I'm the the, the youngest of the girls. And um, I stayed in East London for most of my life. And then I moved to Joburg in 2011. So I've been here since. In the process, um, I'm a, I'm a, I became a travel blogger, which I've been doing for almost five years now. Uh, because uh, of my love for traveling. I've been to different places, met different people, and I've been enjoying it. And in the process, I'm raising a daughter, and uh, it's been a a rough ride being a single mom in South Africa, but um, it's also been a very worthy experience, and uh, I love uh, where we are. You've, you've told me quite a lot about yourself. So you said you, you grew up in Butterworth. Yeah. And how was your childhood, actually? Uh, my childhood, it was, it was okay. Um, I think um, through everything that we went through at home, the main thing that uh, kept us together or hold, held the family tighter was the love we had for each other, the love that we still have for one another. Because... Um, my mom and dad, they separated, got divorced when I was 13, and my youngest brother was three. So you can imagine, it was tough. My dad was the only one working. So <laughs> when he left, he left with everything. Yeah. So yeah, so my, my grandma had to pick up the pieces, and my mom uh, had to start working because my dad was one of those that would say, um, my wife can't work, as if he had all the money. <laughs> 
<laughs> we definitely won't go into that one. <laughs> so tell me, have, have you and your siblings, or the eight of you, are, or are you all travel enthusiasts? No, 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 no. I'm I'm the only one. I'm the only one who's traveled. My, most of my siblings are still in Butterworth. Okay. And the only one that branched out is my elder brother because he's in PE. And um, during the whole time, we lost two brothers, but they were also in Butterworth. So I'm the one, only one that has branched out. And also my daughter now is starting to travel as well. So. Okay. So how old is your daughter? I know that, you know, you travel quite a lot and you probably, you mentioned on your blogs that you travel alone most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you're looking forward to taking your daughter on travels with you. Yeah, I've, I've started that tradition already. Um, she's 21. So we started traveling together when she was um, 16. Because uh, sometimes when I go to these places, I'll take her. And then her first international was going to Mozambique when she turned 18. Wow. So what I do with my daughter, when she turns um, a year older, I introduce her to something new. So um, this year, the theme is uh, investment. Okay. So I'm going to introduce her to investment. She's going to start investing from her own account. So that uh, she cannot, she cannot land where I am. <laughs> so she'll be much better. Than, uh, she'll be much better off. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just looking at the travel side. You know, as a kid, I don't think I traveled quite a lot, or my parents showed me the travel life quite a lot as a kid. So mm-hmm. it's really great that you're introducing her to the travel space and also just introducing her to different things. I think it's very, very important. Um, coming from a color space space perspective, you know, I really. Um, I'm a fan of seeing black people traveling. And so that's why I'm really a fan of, of what you do and you showcase it so well. I think um, we were talking about this in a space on Twitter not so long ago that, you know, there's misrepresentation, or not, not misrepresentation, there's a lack of representation in almost all the spheres that we, we, you know, we work in. Mm-hmm. And travel is also one of them. You know? So you taking your daughter from an early age in traveling, that's, that's, re- that's really, really great. Yeah. How is the location in South Africa? Uh, so location in South Africa, I'll say it's, um, you, you need to be mindful where you are. Um, mine, uh, has been Cape Town, Durban. My experience will be completely different from someone who's just started traveling. Sure. So what I do with those, I just uh, put up a blog so that people can learn from, from, from those experiences. When I travel, I, I, I do city tours because I feel like that's the only way you're going to get to know more about the city. and once you are there, then you can pick up what you love, what you want to come back for. Okay. So um, if you are in Cape Town, do a city tour, and then you will find out that uh, there's a lot of experiences uh, that happen outside of the, of the tour bus, so you can engage in those. So um, I would say um, it, it, it's, it's good. A lot of people are picking up on it. They've stopped waiting for their friends for yeah. them to travel. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's looking good. It's looking good. And um, there hasn't been a lot of um, instances where people get uh, robbed. Yes, you get hassled. We all get it. But yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a good experience judging from what everyone is saying. I, I've never had a, a situation while traveling so Okay, so I mean, this is probably the question I will ask you now. Is you know, it probably might have some brand brand in in it. But what are some of the best places you've traveled to? Okay, that you'd recommend for so, solo people. So okay, 
So um, I'm gonna definitely have to move out of of Africa for this one. Okay. My best experience was in Switzerland, okay. and I wasn't traveling solo. But I can definitely um, recommend it for women because it's very safe. Your their transport system is interlinked, so you can book a bus or ticket. But if you feel like changing it to a train ride or a boat cruise, you can do that. So that for me uh, uh, means that you you can you can never be stranded. Sure. So and that is one of the things that people fear the most. And also, if you don't see a, a lot of visibility of police, just know you are safe. Okay. So in Switzerland, uh, I, I don't even remember, or I can only tell you one time that we saw police, and also there was um, they were just there um, in one. Um, apartment so there was not a commotion going on but that was the only time i spotted them so it's one of the safe countries i can i can recommend and then coming back to africa i would uh, definitely recommend uh kenya uh people a lot of people have been traveling to kenya and i have been there and i loved what i saw I feel like we we don't uh, get to travel within our continent a lot, but Kenya and Uganda they were they felt like it's it, it, there are places that women can travel to, and also you don't even need other people to travel because it's it's very easy and um, it's safe. You mentioned that you've been in the industry for quite some time. You said five years. Is it longer? Yes, no, it's 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 run about five years. It started in twenty sixteen when I decided to just uh, start documenting my travel. I've been traveling for more than 18 years. Okay. Uh, but in 20, 2016, I, I decided to start documenting my travel, created a travel blog, and which has developed into a lot of things. I uh, started Adventure Travel Tribe, which is a group of travelers, people yes. that enjoy adventure and hiking. I'm an adventure traveler. So all my travels, they include adventure. So even when we went to Bali, <laughs> people will be shocked because what we did or what we went there for was not to, to sit um, at the beach. It was for us to do all the adventure stuff. So we did quad biking, uh, river rafting, uh, search waterfalls and all the the adventure stuff. So that's 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 how I I travel. Is this the you totally can squad? Yes, um, yes and no. Okay. The you totally can squad uh, specifically um uh, talks to women that hike. Okay. So that's the squad that we take uh, wherever we go. So on every Saturday we hike. So those are those women. And then when we go to um, outside of the country or even within South Africa, that will be the totally can squad because most of the time we are out to hike. Okay. And then what we do on, uh, if you go for um, a week, uh, we'll spend maybe three days exploring. So yeah. How is the travel space at the moment now? Uh, just in, even within South Africa, let's not even mm. go to Kenya. Let's not even go to Uganda or anything mm. like that. How is the travel space right now in South within Africa? The country, yeah, I've been fortunate enough to to have scored at least two uh, big holidays within the pandemic. So I've been to Cape Town and the Garden Road and the West Coast. So a lot has changed. Because now you need to be cautious uh, where you are and what you do and who is next to you. So if you if you if you're at the airport, it's it's your responsibility to tell the next person no you you are too close. Yeah. Uh, you need to 
take a, a step back. Some people won't take it. Uh, some will just uh, comply. But it's something, unfortunately, that we need to do. With the establishments, they've stepped up a lot. So um, now, but that stepping up meant we lose some of the privileges yeah. because now when you get to an establishment, you want to sit by the pool, you'll, you'll be told um, maybe you need to take turns. Uh, you can't all be there um, at the pool, so they can only allow a number of people. And that can mess up your schedule because when you visit, maybe you have three days in a city, you, you, you have limited time. Yeah. So if you can't be at the pool when you want to be, you might end up not uh, getting it at all. One other thing that has changed is the fact that um, we've seen a spike in accommodation and uh, people have been debating about it and it's easy for other people to understand but uh, for people that um, always see all these nice places and would love to travel to them, it, it's been um, a, very, a slap on the face because now it has gone a bit uh, expensive okay. and um, they charge per person per room, <laughs> which is a lot. <laughs> we, need to talk, we need to talk about that per person per room, the sharing. <laughs> that doesn't work. It's a lot because remember, there was a time where you would spend 500 rands in a room and you'd be two. Yeah. Now you can't do that. It's always more than 500. And that's a lot of money. Remember, we are in a pandemic. We don't have money. People have been laid off. People um, are struggling with, um, they have taken up on family responsibilities that they didn't have before. So it becomes a lot. So I, I just hope um, as we move, uh, the accommodation part will be sorted because yes, we've had these discussions, people saying people mustn't aim high if, you, if you're on a budget, just, stay to, just stick to budget travel. Sure. But it doesn't work like that. We need to be able to experience all the good things. Of course. I, I'm a budget, I, I'm not a budget traveler, yeah. but I have a budget. So I I I I I <laughs> I I, I, I ball on a budget. So <laughs> so what I do, I look for all these five star hotel, four stars, and then I'll I'll book way in advance so that I can I can I can be able to ex to have those experiences. Okay. So when you're bowling on a budget, it doesn't necessarily mean your life must be now poor. No, you can still experience those good things. So that is why that is the argument I would make. Let let it be. Um, cheaper for everyone to afford whether you book a year in advance it must be my it can be my responsibility i'll take that but can there be that opportunity how much cheaper can accommodation really get i mean i'm looking at uber prices i mean it's not like they're also going down anytime soon and not uber sorry um uh, what you call this airbnb airbnb they're mm. not really, you know the prices are not going down at all um how much cheaper can prices get if you're trying to go cheap travel i mean are you then uh, living in in bunk beds uh, in a commune or you know how cheap can you really get okay it will depend for me um it depends what i want out of that city so if like take for instance when we go hiking most of the time when you go hiking we don't need uh five-star hotels yeah we just need a proper bed um, we do go uh, camping where there's no accommodation on the trail, but most of the time we we, we, we like uh, bungalows where you'll have you sleep you sleep in bunk beds that is cheaper. And then if you if you are you are traveling within a city, then you, the cheapest will be hostels. Uh, I'm not sure how how are the prices now, but they have they've been the cheapest um, option. And then your your B and Bs which you, you would get for maybe 400, 600, 
now it's 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 completely um, impossible there okay, still yeah. are but it's 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 not going to be what you want because remember when you travel you want to sleep uh, in a bed that is uh, at least at the same level as yours yeah. or even better sure. so if you can't get that then it's it's a it's a it's a problem for me i i wouldn't um advise anyone to to settle very low because you still want to have that experience you still need to be happy about it so people um are struggling at the moment but yeah there's still cheap accommodation there still is but the bulk is expensive okay yeah that's very interesting i mean in december i was backpacking with a friend and it wasn't too bad backpacking and mm-hmm. we, every single day i got to experience cape town even though it was still locked down and many mm-hmm. people canceled their trips to cape town so i definitely um recommend people you know going on holiday on a budget still mm-hmm. having a budget but still being able to explore and still being able to enjoy as much as they can. Yeah. Let's take it back to who are some of your favorite content creators right now? Look, you know, the travel space is probably, I wouldn't say, um, yeah, the travel space has been halted because of, of COVID. Um, and a lot of content isn't coming out uh, quite a lot. So who are the ones that are your favorite now that are actually still putting out the content? during uh, a pandemic mm. so um there's, there's quite a lot okay so in south africa i'll i'll mention Nero, uh the travel video guy yes, <laughs> he's, he is. Okay, yes. <laughs> he's producing a uh, very good content i loved um um the malawi content he yes. put out the one that got him um awards yes it, it's been great and also i love how he tells these stories it, it looks like he's having fun like he's he just um him having a good time but the content is perfect i really think he probably has like 10 cameras around him but he probably doesn't eh? <laughs> and when you watch him you feel, okay this guy <laughs> he definitely has fun he's a lot yeah. but yeah <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're watching and listening she definitely does like like your content <laughs> yeah yeah i do <laughs> and then we have lelo lelo is is running um a, a podcast so she's been putting out a lot of content in 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 um interviewing a lot of uh good travelers and and then on the youth side we have uh, i'll go with um go fari yes all right she's she's been doing a lot of work even during the the pandemic and i love i love um her style because she's very educational um most of the time when i travel i i lose track of a lot of things because i'm not good at, at at writing on the go but when you when you read her blogs you you'll see that she writes as he goes okay. and then she, she gets to capture a lot of of information that would have easily missed um as a as a person who's traveling and also trying to create content and moving out of the country my friend michael ryoba in kenya okay. she's holding it down i love her content what is her name <laughs> just ryoba just that's ryoba. her handle okay her name is winnie ryoba is the surname okay thank you for that yeah she's in kenya and she's doing very well she travels a lot in the sadek region uh she's been to south africa zimbabwe zambia malawi so she travels a lot and um and there's um I've, i love what uh, zimbabwe is doing now 
Because remember, in, in the past years, we didn't have any content coming out of Zimbabwe. And you think about it, what can I do in Zimbabwe? And you think Victoria Falls, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. That has changed. There's a lot of um, content coming out of Lake uh, Kariba, the, the national park, their big national park, I just forgot the name. And um, so the girls responsible for that, I'd say, is the Afro-Nomads. Yes. Yes, they are doing a great job uh, showcasing Zimbabwe. And I've just discovered uh, Rofa Pazzo. Uh, she's uh, also from from um, Zimbabwe. And yeah, there's a lot There's a lot coming out of Zimbabwe and I'm loving it. You, def- you definitely know a lot of people in the travel space. Um, just in different places. I'm glad you mentioned uh, some of the content creators that I also know, like Leo, Gofari, mm-hmm. Lelo. So it really is interesting, the content coming out of them. And it, you know, it really is commendable. Even yourself, I think you must take a step <laughs> back and actually you know, look at yourself uh, and say, I've been, I've been doing good work myself. Yeah. I, I've been following you too during lockdown. Mm. And even now, you know, we're still under, under a little bit of lockdown, but all the time there's always content coming yeah. out. So big ups to you also <laughs> Thank um, you. for that. You recently hosted an Africa travel uh, Twitter spaces. Yeah. What is that about? <laughs> so um, during the lockdown, I was one of those people, you know, in South Africa, even if something is good, people always find something to 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 just downplay it. So when we came out of lockdown, say, oh, thank God, um, we, we're going to stop listening to everyone trying to be a, a, a host, <laughs> <laughs> a reality show host. Yes. <laughs> so during lockdown, I was doing uh, Insta, um, Insta lives. So I would interview a lot of people that are in the travel space and also ordinary people that are traveling. So when um, Twitter spaces came and that was um, me, I only found out about that um, just a month. Uh, no, not a month, two months ago. Uh. So as soon as I found out about Twitter spaces, I started listening to a lot of spaces, uh, checked what everyone was doing. Uh, checked if it was something that I could do because I love the fact that um, they limit the interaction uh, between um, the, the the audience and the speaker. You only get to interact with 10 people at a time. Sure. And that for me is the uh, best decision they made because with Twitter, with uh, Insta space, Insta lives, yes. uh, what happens while you are chatting to Cyril, there'll be someone um, on the, on the, on the thread talking about something else and then everyone else will get distracted. And as you are checking, you see, Oh, these people are talking about something else. So it means they're not listening to what we are talking about. But now with Twitter spaces, everyone is is glued on what is being discussed. You can't respond until you're a speaker. Mm. So that, that, that for me is, is what uh, drew me uh, to Twitter spaces. And also I love the fact that you get a wider audience. It's, it's way better than Instagram because now what happens when you have 10 speakers, it means you have access to um, people, to those uh, 10 uh, communities or audiences. So it gives you a wider range of listeners and also you get to, to draw from a bigger pool of responses and and feedback yeah. so i enjoy that a lot about twitter spaces definitely I'm, i i wish there was a way that i could just um get all the reminders to all your twitter spaces <laughs> when you have them but um guys please do definitely check them out they really are informative um and it's really people in the industry just having chats 
Yeah, um, I forgot to mention that um, the, 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 the Twitter spaces that we do are not only focused on South Africa. So what we're trying to do, we're trying to, like we are saying, I know a lot of people outside of, of South Africa. We're trying to bring everyone together. We're trying to expose our South Africans to a lot of content creators in Africa so that they can uh, be able to choose uh, where to go next after the, the pandemic. Yeah. So we, we try to introduce new people every day. We have Ghana, we have had Ghana, uh, Namibia, Zambia, uh, Zimbabwe, and Kenya. So we try every day, every, every week to have spe uh, speakers from different countries so that we get to learn about a lot of countries and so that people can be aware of what is happening where so that they can start traveling within the continent. Because as we all know, we are starting from scratch. Yeah. We are trying to build. So anything that you can do as a content creator will, will help with that rebuilding of the continent. So that's what I'm doing. Great. I definitely, definitely love that. What is Afrotravex? Okay, so because <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 the name I struggled saying it in the beginning, but now I actually I'm getting I'm just getting a bit of a hang of it. What is Afrotravex? Yeah, so Afrotravex, uh, if you want to 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 name it like the full name, you will have to go with African Travel Explorers. Okay. So, but I thought ah, that's gonna be a long name to capture. So Afrotravex came uh, came about. So it's uh, it's your your ultimate travel marketplace. So what I'm trying to do with that um, website is to create a platform where people traveling to Africa will go into the website and click on Kenya and see who are the content creators in Kenya, who are the service providers uh, of travel experiences in Kenya and uh, get to see all that under one roof. And then when they, uh, where they, when they are undecisive they can also check other countries and say okay kenya looks good but maybe let me try ghana let me try senegal so we're trying to get uh, to a place where we have people from all these african countries listing on the on the website so that people can have um, a one-stop shop is this currently live now it is live, but um, I still need to do a lot of marketing. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think I need to 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 work with people because I've discovered I've dis uh, yes, discovered that um, I'm lacking a bit when it comes to marketing. So I know what I want to do with that website, and I'm not rushing it. Yes, it's been live for two months, but yeah, it, it's been moving very slow. So. I'm trying to do that. And the other element of the website is to make sure that uh, we also represent the people that uh, do not have a voice currently within the, the travel industry. So those will be your, your homestays and also your rural accommodation. Yes. So we've got people that are in the rural areas that have got beautiful piece of land, that have got beautiful stories to tell, but they don't have a platform because they don't have the internet, they don't have websites. So with AfroTravex, I want them to go in and list on AfroTravex for free so that they can also uh, get to enjoy the benefits of the rebuilding that we are all talking about. So it, because it, it doesn't help anyone if we, we, we're saying we are rebuilding, but only the same people that benefited before are the ones that are still going to benefit. So we're creating a platform where people that were not even represented, we have guys that are in the world course. World course is always my, my example because I, I, I explore it a lot and it's where I'm from. So 
<laughs> we've got guys there that have been doing a lot of good work they they do um hikes they do kayaking well coast is 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 just a stretch of 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 um of 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 beaches <laughs> it's always <laughs> It's always difficult to ocean. Ocean, yes. yes. So, so those guys have, have, have started doing um, kayaking experiences. You do canoeing, and I, I also saw um, um, tandems now. So it's it's developing, but there is no one um, uh, featuring them on their spaces. So with Afrotravex, I, I want them to, to list on the website so that people can know it's not always about Cape Town. And also when you go to the Wild Coast, it's not always about them. Their main event in the Wild Coast is um, the sudden run. Yeah. So people, the international visitors, they come in in June or July and then um, they do the sudden run and then they leave. We're trying to introduce a um, a lot of opportunities for them so people must um, list with Afrotravex and then the people that are coming in uh, they can see that there's a lot that they can do in the world coast what can government and corporate do to decrease youth unemployment in South Africa and I'm really asking from a content creator perspective hmm. I'm noticing a lot of people turning to content creation um, as a means of making money what can the government do though then to support those that are really trying to you know to make money for themselves yeah it's it's um it's it's a bittersweet um um position to be at as a south african youth because as much as we know south africa is is full of possibilities but in recent years we've seen that uh, all that uh, hope deteriorating because of the corruption that we see and also people that do not even know what they're doing so if you can even look in within the travel space um you would do work with the government departments but they will not pay you okay. they will tell you um it's not on their on their budget but they still want your content they still see that you can uh bring them a lot of value but they're not willing to 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 pay you for that so that's one of the things that is is rather sad because we are trying to build and um i would say they need to invest more on content creators because we are the ones uh, that go out there and make sure that we uncover everything like for instance we went down to the uh, eastern cape uh chasing waterfalls and we go to one of the department offices like it's supposed to be your tourism information center and they didn't even know the waterfall that was only 17 kilometers away from them Shucks. and we, we we had to do to stand our ground because we knew there was a waterfall yeah so we we told them no guys there is a waterfall here we just need directions we know where it, where it is we just need directions i said no we, i've never heard about that and then only um a, a guy that works um at the gate knew about the waterfall so we we're fortunate enough to have encountered that guy so we remember if you're a tourism um information center and you don't know about the activities or the um, the offerings that are in your area then that is a problem big problem that is a problem and then you have Nokolo who wants to uncover that and you are still not supporting then you are defeating the the whole purpose of trying to create uh, employment because most of the time we don't even need a lot of money 
you just need someone who's gonna uh, supplement what you have because most of the time we use our own budget yeah the budget that we don't have <laughs> but <laughs> because we're doing what we love yeah. we, we make it happen so i think um, they, what they can do is uh, take a closer look at what is happening around you see who is doing what because um, most of the time they are not even aware what is happening around them so um keep in contact with um the youth check on in, on on twitter like now twitter spaces they can get a lot of information from there because they can see who's holding spaces about what on which days once they've got that information now they can start approaching those people trying to 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 see how can we collaborate how can we make this better how can we make sure that a lot of people um benefit from that so i think collaborations with the current content creators will be the the right uh, step to go and also just trying to be there for support it doesn't need to be money if i need to to, to record a podcast where do i go yeah. i need to pay someone for that if the government can create spaces where um content creators can have um a place where they know this is what we're going to do um, to use when we want to create uh, content. That will be great. And also remember, now we are starting from scratch. I keep repeating this because it's, it's our reality. Whatever money that people had before lockdown, they, they obviously don't have at the moment. So the youth is, is going to struggle even worse because um, now they can't even come to their parents my daughter can't even come to me because I don't have the money. Yeah. So who's going to come to their rescue? The government need to, to, to realize that we, 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 they are not operating um, as uh, in silos. They need to be within their people and understand their challenges. Create their buildings that are being released now. Take those buildings, convert them to, to spaces where content creators can come in and, and produce the work. And remember, we are fortunate enough as South Africans to be able to work with international um, people. So that will also mean that people are getting exposure and opportunities to even leave the country and represent the country internationally. So just come to, to where we are and, and find out what's happening. That's, that's that. I definitely agree with that. I was chatting to somebody just yesterday, or somebody sent me a report yesterday with tourism case and stats, and yeah. when they had, when they went away with influencers, and you know, it really showed that you know some of the, the I guess the government isn't really really listening or watching as 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 you're saying now. So yeah, you know, I think a lot of people need to government needs to attend uh, spaces. Um, they yeah. need to look on Twitter, Instagram. A lot of people mm. are doing amazing work. Um, just before we close off, mm. what can we expect from you in the coming future? Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's what most of my friends call. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what's what's next? Okay. So, I'm focusing on AfroTravex and also focusing on building the um the um adventure travel tribe. So, we are always planning um uh, trips. And we are always trying to expose people uh, to um, to the beauty of our country. So you know, it feels good when someone um, that you you didn't know uh, comes back after the trip trip comes back and tell you. Um, uh, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have known about this place. I wouldn't have had this experience. So it feels good. And it's something that I want to continue doing because what I do, I introduce 
a lot of people, uh, strangers that didn't even know each other, and now they end up being friends and we are creating a community of travelers. We don't say people must travel with us all the time. As long as you're traveling, we are good with that. Yeah. So with AfroTravex, I'm trying to develop it to uh, something uh, bigger than what it is at the moment. So I'm excited about that. I can see the direction, but yeah, unfortunately, it's not stuff that we can talk about at the moment. But yeah, those are the two things that um, I'm looking forward to. And also just exploring um, a lot. Can we book uh, for trips through you? Or you, you just show us the beautiful <laughs> South Africa and the world and we can't book with you? Um, book as in you want me to go on a trip with you with I mean, me. Oh, okay. going to Kenya next week, and you like, hey, I need people to go with me. Yeah, you can you can do that. But now the the complaints I get is from people like you. If you're gonna want to to travel with us, what happens if we're taking twelve people to Kenya? Most of the time, it that ends within the community. Okay. So yeah, people can still travel. Just join uh, Adventure Travel Tribes on Instagram and then you, we will be able to get in touch with you and then you will know about the upcoming events. And yeah, anyone is welcome. It's been mostly women, but I always say it's not um, a, a women's league. We can we can do it, guys, as long as you have a roommate. We, we are cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what advice do you have for any content creators, for anybody who does what you do? Okay, so one of the things, okay, I didn't mention that I'm, well, I'm about uh, paying it forward. That is one of the things that uh, keep me grounded. That's one of the things that uh, are giving me purpose to continue. So um, what, what, what I've, I've done, I uh, created a, a page on Instagram, which is, um, which is meant for the youth of South Africa. So what I do, what I do, if I find something valuable, I just post there. So people can just log in onto Zanzi content creator, content creators. So it's mainly for teens. So the, the, the type of info that is there will be very light, okay. but also very informative. So people can just follow that page. Um, and then they will get, um, the the information that they need because they i feature how to start a blog how to create content uh, that will uh, create value for you and also for your audience and also just um things that will guide you on a day-to-day -day as a content creator so um those are that is the advice i can give and also try and follow as many content creators as you can because the type of content even if we are in the travel industry it's not the same what lelo puts out on her podcast is not the same as what i write on my blog and it's not the same as what toby does with her vlog it's something completely different try and follow as many people as you can and it doesn't need to be travel there are people doing a lot of work on branding and marketing and um, music. They are putting up a lot of um, music uh, content creators uh, at the moment. So those are the people that you need to follow so that you can learn the ropes and also have people that you can um, contact if you get stuck and also get to experience what it's like to have a mentor that will help uh, a long way. You've probably mentioned how we can get a hold of you. I mean, we've had a, an amazing interview already. You probably mentioned how we can get a hold of you, but how can we get a hold of you, interact with you, social media platforms, website, email address? Okay. So uh, on Instagram, I go by blackcase underscore. Okay, no. It's blackcasegirl 
underscore ZA. Okay. That's Instagram. And Twitter is blackcase underscore girl. And my email address for work is info at blackcasegirl.co.za. And um, what the else? Website. The website, yes, the website is www.blackcasegirl.co.za. That is the blog. And then for listing on AfroTravex, you go to www.afrotravex.com. And yeah, I'm available on all of them. No, Paula, it has been an amazing, amazing uh, chat with you. I know you and I. Um, probably started chatting about uh, two weeks ago, perhaps yeah. about this podcast. So thank you so much for coming on B-Roll and having a chat with me. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had chats about where you grew up and a couple of the type of work you do, what it means being the youth of South Africa. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for coming on to, to B-Roll. It has been really amazing. Um, and this is not the last time I'm sure we're having a conversation. We definitely mm-hmm. will be chatting some more, but keep up the great work. I think you're definitely doing amazing work. I'll keep following you on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, and on Instagram too. And also uh, definitely Afro Travex. I definitely need to go on that too. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming and uh, see you next time. Thank you so much for having me and I really appreciate it. I had a great time. Thank you.